Storm Bowling Products, the Bowlers Company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Tim Berg and Kendall Miles. Above180.com's Tim Berg and Storm's web content manager and former collegiate bowler at Weber International University, Kendall Miles, are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Tim and Kendall. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Stephanie Zavala. Stephanie won her first PWBA major this year, the 2022 PWBA Tour Championship. Stephanie, it's Tim Berg and Kendall Miles here. Thank you for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right. Well, you were the 2021 PWBA Rookie of the Year. This year, you win your first major, winning the 2022 PWBA Tour Championship. That happened earlier in August. We're talking a little bit later in August. I'm sure it's sunk in now, but what can you can you kind of go through your emotions during that show? We all were watching, and then now that we're we're past it, what are you you know what what what's uh, what's next for you? What's on the horizon? And and can you can you probably put it into words at this point? I mean, it's still pretty hard to like put it all into words. Um, you know, when I was bowling that TV show, I felt very at ease, which was really weird because in prior TV shows, you know, you, you could see it on my face. I was nervous. I was anxious. You know, my shot execution wasn't the greatest. But, you know, when I woke up that day, I just had this, like, calm feeling when I woke up. And, you know, I had, you know, butterflies like like normal. But I just felt, you know, today's going to be a good day. And so when I was bowling that TV show... I was just very determined. Like, I had adrenaline, but I didn't have those first-time TV nerves again. And so it just felt really good to be able to bowl well on TV because I hadn't done that before. Is there anything you did differently, maybe in, like, your pre-shot routine or something you did different in the morning or something that you did different on the set to feel more prepared for that telecast? I think I just finally just told myself, you know what, you can do it. You know, it's three matches. You can win three matches. You know, I just felt so at ease that day. I didn't really change, you know, my pre-shot routine. I didn't, you know, the show was later on in the evening. So, you know, I was able to sleep in and get a good night's rest. You know, woke up, had a good lunch, had a good breakfast. And, you know, we got to the set and everything was just calm. You know, I wasn't panicked. I wasn't nervous. And then... I felt more comfortable with the girls this season because, you know, last year I was the newbie and I didn't really create too many, you know, friendships and connections. But this year, you know, during practice, during warm-ups, during the pre-show routines, you know, we were all just talking and joking and I felt way more relaxed this go-around. So let's uh, let's talk about how, how were you able to use, now that you can maybe look back your time bowling collegiately at Sam Houston State, how can you use some of that or how are you using some of that out there on tour? Some of your, what you've learned bowling Absolutely. in college. I, I'm sorry. No, no, yeah. I mean, bowling in college, it's, like, it's a whole different animal. And, you know, my time when I was able to anchor, you know, we were – thrown into those high pressure situations and so you know on the show and on tour whenever I need to like step up and throw a good shot or even double or you know go off the sheet to win you know I can look back to those college days and just be like well you were here before you know and it almost felt like there was more pressure on me in college because it's not just you anymore it's you know it's your team and I was like you know you never wanted to let your team down so you know what it's like 
to feel like you need to go up there and make a good shot. So, and in college, I was able to learn how to like channel those emotions and take deep breaths and really just be able to like slow my heart rate down to be able to go up and not put too much pressure on myself or make the situation bigger than what it already is. And so I rolled that over to the tour season. You know, a lot of bowlers that are listening, you know, some people, they that moment, you know, is it, tough for them. And some people, kind of, the moment kind of comes a little bit easier. So tell us a little bit about your mindset and was it something you always were good at? Were you always good under pressure? And if not, you know, through the college years and on, Tell us a little bit about what you did to maybe be better in the in the in the moment or need to step up, or were you always pretty good needing to show up in a tense frame or in a situation? I was not always, you know, able to go up and make a good shot. And you know, and every now and then there's still times where, you know, I need to go up there and make a good shot, but it it's you know wide right or very left. Um, but yeah, growing up as a kid, I mean, I was not the most clutch person, you know, in the bowling alley. And, you know, it really took a lot of maturing and understanding, um, like, what goes behind pressure. Like, pressure is added. You know, it's not, you know, you you add it to yourself. No, no one's putting pressure on you. And so just kind of understanding how the mental side of bowling works and, you know, working with some, um, like, coaches in college and working on, you know, with sports psychiatrists and really just being able to tell yourself, you know, as long as you could leave the bowling alley knowing that you did the best that you could, you know, whatever the outcome was, like, it's okay. And so, you know, especially in college, just being able to slow your heart rate down, like, that's my biggest advice. Like, you got to be able to bring yourself back down to what's actually happening. Don't make the situation bigger than what it actually is. You are also very open about how you went through a a little bit of a, a lull in your tournament after having a few good tournaments. You had... You know, you had only, you know, you had some tournaments that weren't weren't so well for you. So you you even would say you were struggling with some things. How does a bowler, or how do you break out of, if you want to call it a slump, if we do, are, are you one of those types you have to get out on the lanes and just keep throwing and practicing and, and, and doing things? Or would you rather get away from the lanes and not think about bowling and then come back and bowl? Because you guys had uh, some time off in between, you know, in between your events there. I mean, I think it's a fine balance, you know, it's it's a tough game to play because, you know, the more time you take off, it's going to take a little bit longer to work those kinks out. Um, so I like to do a little bit of both, you know, when I'm when I'm in a slump and, you know, this season was extremely rough for me, um, you know, you take out that major win and it's a season that I would like to erase completely. Um, it, it's just sometimes it's good to take a break. Sometimes it's good to like work it out. But I realized what the problem was it wasn't so much as physical it was way more mental for me this season um I think it was a very grueling you know we had little to no off days you know I was on the road for 39 straight days and it, it was really hard to find the reset button you know I knew I needed to hit it but I just I didn't know where it was because you know it was bull bad and the next morning you were off to the next one and you really had no time to kind of just relax and understand what just happened you know there was a tournament I finished second to last and I knew my scores weren't well and I did not even look at the score sheet once I think I just asked somebody I was like so where did I end up finishing like how bad was it and coming home like after you know the 40 straight days on the road it was just I didn't want to touch a bowling ball I just felt disappointed in myself and it wasn't until 
um, you know, Chris reminded me, like, you know, you're still bowling to Lucy and you have a great partner. You should probably, like, get back to practicing. You know, you're not a bad bowler. You know, you just had a bad run. Like, just shake it off and let's go back to bowl and let's try to figure out, you know, where things kind of went crooked. And so after, you know, a couple weeks off and me just not wanting to be in a bowling alley, you know, it turned into every day I was in the bowling alley for multiple hours working on a game. That's great to hear. I mean, being able to stay that motivated and, and keeping your head down is, is amazing to hear. You know, so you're approaching the 2021 season and you, you have no title. And now we're wrapping up the 2022 season. You have four titles in a major, you know, at, at of your 25 or 26 year old, years old, which is unbelievable. And congratulations to you for that. You know, so one thing I love to ask is, what at what moment you know once you got out there from college and obviously have a successful college career you want what what was that aha moment of like you know what I can do this I can be the best in the world I can fall at this stage was there a particular moment that stands out that you're like I know that I can win at this stage I think my like breakthrough moment um Obviously, that first title sticks out because that was the first time where, you know, I won. You know, like, I finally, like, all the hard work paid off. And so, you know, last year in Cleveland, um, the tournament before that, I didn't even cash. And so when I was able to just come into the next one, like, nothing had happened. Like, if I'm still two for two in cashing, I'm still, you know, Stephanie's ball. I'm still a great bowler. When I was able to just rebound that quickly and end up winning a tournament, that's when I was like, okay, like, you can do this, you know, like, and it was on a short pattern and me and short don't really ever get along. And so when I did that on something that I wouldn't consider my A game, that's when I was like, okay, I belong out here. You mentioned that this year on tour, you, you kind of opened up a little bit to, to more of the players, got to know some of the little, the athletes and the ladies out there. What advice do you have for that person who's doing just like what you were doing. They're coming out there for the first time. They maybe know a few of the ladies, but not a lot. How can you help them uh, through some words here as to f- ways that they can just get feel more comfortable out there on the lanes? I would just say, you know, it feels scary. And, you know, until you say, you know, don't be afraid to come talk to us, but, like, just take that dive. You know, if you're going to be out there full-time on tour, we're going to be seeing each other, you know, week in, week out. And I feel like occasionally there's a lot of negative connotations like, oh, that girl's mean or, oh, that girl isn't so nice. And, you know, oh, I would be careful around that person. Like, why? Like, we're all out here doing the same thing. We all want the same things for each other. And after I learned, like, hey, you know, they're rooting for me as much as I'm rooting for them. Do we all want to win? Obviously, yeah, that's why we're all here. So, you know, I learned that, you know, the minute I'm having a bad block, it's those girls that are there picking me up, you know. Every time I'm doing well, they're there cheering me on. And so if you're, like, nervous, use the girls that are on tour. You know, we've all been through the same thing. We're all going through the same thing. And we're all there trying to make this happy community that we can all thrive in. And as you can tell, I mean, it's such a mental grind and it's such a, so much mental growth you guys have to you ladies experience go out there because again you're on the road for 39 days which is just unbelievable you know so my, my question to you is what does stephanie do when she's not bowling when you're on the road again you're away from home <laughs> i'm not sure if you're traveling with a roommate or not but are you playing putt putt are you watching movies or like what what are you doing to kind of just take a step off the lanes to you know 
relax for a second in between tournaments. Oh, man, all of the above. Um, so my roommate this year was Julia Bond, and I also had my boyfriend, Chris, traveling with me to every stop. And so we were in Airbnbs, you know, every everywhere that we went, and we made it a mission to hit up a mini golf course in every city that we hit. And Chris and I on our personal mission to hit all 30 baseball stadiums. So whenever there was a stadium and a game, it didn't matter who was playing, um, we would try our best to get out to a stadium. And so that kind of just, it made it fun because, you know, it wasn't all about serious and bowling and working. You know, it was like, hey, we're in a new city that we've never seen before. Let's go out and see what they have to offer, which was really cool. All right, so with all the bowlers and parents of bowlers listening to this, if they're there maybe their son or daughter for for college or traveling, what's um what's a few what few tips do you have for people when it comes to Airbnb or being on the road, staying places, how to how to maneuver through through that minefield of of where to stay and and uh when to stay and et cetera? I would say just do your research, be very careful. Um, you know, if you're doing an Airbnb, I would always like to go for the super host. Um, I always research the area before because, you know, I'm a young female. Julia Bond's a young female. You know, we're tiny. She's extremely tiny. We're petite. And so for us, it's always about safety. Um, and so I would just be very careful to do your research about where you're staying. Um, and always the tournaments, if you're going for tournaments or school, they always normally have like a host hotel or a host area. Um, it's normally best to stay there because there's safety in numbers and a lot of other bowlers will also jump on that bandwagon as well. You know, so this is another question I, I love to ask our guests, and especially someone like yourself who is, you know, you're, you're young, but you've had so much success, you know, at, 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 at this level already. What's one thing that you would tell, um, uh, let's say, you know, maybe a, a Stephanie that's a junior in college or a, a senior in college or approaching the women's tour? What's one piece of advice you would give younger, younger self, your younger self that you would, that you have the experience you have now? Just remember that it's you against the world. And the minute you doubt yourself, now it's you and the world against you. And that's never a battle that you're going to win. You're always going to be outnumbered. As long as you believe in yourself and you don't doubt yourself and it's you against everybody else, that's the battle that you can win. As right. long as you're confident in what you're doing, you're going to win. And Stephanie, my final question is, what is in your bag when you head out to tournaments in the Storm, Roto Grip, and 900 Global lineup? Lots of great new releases, still lots of solid solid pieces out there. What are you? What's in your arsenal when you head out to bowl? Every single time, I have a Honey Badger Intensity, I have a Zen Master, I have a version of the Realities, um, and then I have a Burner with me at all times. That covers me high to low. And tell us a little bit of the balls, uh, progression bowling balls you use um, to win your major. So for my major, I just stuck to my one ball. I do the little wolf, the Wolverine Dark Moth. Um, exact same ball as the Wolverine that um, we no longer speak of. Um, but it just rolls so much smoother for me. And it just it matched up really well in the show. And, you know, a match play it would be the Zen Master straight to the Wolverine or just automatically that Wolverine. Well, awesome, Stephanie. I want to thank you for being here today on the podcast. All the best of luck moving forward with everything, and uh, we will be catching up with you again down the road. And, and please do enjoy some of your time off, as as before you know it, it'll be the uh, the first of the year, and shortly thereafter, you guys will be heading back out there for more bowling with all the other ladies. 
Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me. You guys have a good one.